0: On this episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast, we are talking Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, the Bucks and Raptors. uh, Just finished up double overtime, and we have raw, raw emotions from our friend Casey. Uh, Warriors, Blazers, that that one's over. Dive into that. Had the NBA lottery with chaos. Tiger, not back. Little NHL action around campus, things on the internet. And, of course, everyone's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. But first, we have a partnership announcement. So we have partnered up with Thrive Fantasy. They are a great daily fantasy app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need for unnecessary hours of research by using only the top athletes. Instead of traditional salary cap format, you build a team around prop bets. For each contest, all you do is you choose 10 of the 20 prop bets, uh, plus two ice picks to protect them from late scratches and postponed games. Each new prop bet, you just bet the over under. Uh, you pick it. I played this weekend, a lot of fun picking things like uh, Kawhi, 30 and a half, choose the over, hit that. Kyle, Kyle Larry, six and a half assists. Get the under. He never passes. Brooke Lopez, 17 and a half points plus rebounds plus assists. Get that under. A lot of fun. You should check it out. We're also giving away free money for checking out. So that's, that's Thrive Fantasy, T H R I V E fantasy.com. Check it out. Enter promo code TAKE THAT. Giving away free money. Once you deposit $10, you get a free $10 to go ahead and win some more money with. You want to up it up, you can go to $20. We'll give you a free $20. Again, enter that promo code, take that at thrivefantasy.com. Win yourself some money. Take some free money to win even more money. All right, let's start the show. All right, we're back with another episode of 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, uh, I, have a, I have a feeling we're going to be in for a hot one tonight. How are we doing so far?
1: You know, hopefully uh, it won't be as bad as our, our your first question when we started talking before the show about uh, how is it going. It might have been a uh, swear laced tirade of sorts. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to settle down and put... At least get some sort of perspective on on everything, um, and, and calm down a little bit, and have a few less f bombs. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we shall um, see. Obviously, we're just getting hot off the uh, Bucks Raptors game uh, here tonight, uh, Sunday night at 9:47 p.m. So a late start. Thank you for going to double overtime just to lose, so that I have up <laughs> even later. Yep. Uh, so so thanks for that. Bucks and Raptors. Yeah, so it's uh yeah, like you
0: said, fresh off the double OT loss, um, so we we are dealing with raw emotions. But should we rewind a little bit, go back to the beginning of the series? It's been we've had three games to digest in this week since we since we last uh, since we last talked.
1: Yeah, uh, it's actually kind of. I guess let's start with talk. Ugh, I'm all over the place. Yep. It's kind of weird to go every other night with these games. Yeah. The playoffs, it felt like for the first two rounds, just like you would have, you'd play in a Tuesday, then be off to Friday, like weird like breaks like that. And now all of a sudden it's every other day, uh, which I love. It's great as a fan, but like. When your team's in it, it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> tough, and you got to you got to turn around and you got to you know watch watch again. It's not like I'm, it's not like it's tough on me. It's not like I'm out of the play or anything. The quick turnarounds, the quick, quick turn turnaround really for me, yeah. Uh, but it's just it's just weird to kind of be like, okay, now I don't even have to look to know when they play next. I know I know when it next is. So yeah, there's been three games uh, since last week, which just seems crazy. Yeah. Um, to your
0: point, I thought there'd be uh, yeah. I was surprised they played today because I thought there'd be a break moving moving from Milwaukee to. Uh, Toronto but it was yeah. still just it was still just a day just in between
1: the, just the one day yeah uh, so I guess we can quickly go games one and two uh in Milwaukee both wins by Milwaukee uh game one I guess is known as a broke Brooke Lopez game uh yes. he had one heck of a game there uh really uh separated the Bucks from the Raptors in that game Bucks ended up winning 108 to 100 and then game two um was a, I, I guess a more comfortable wire-to-wire with The Bucks pretty much led the whole way. They had a pretty comfortable uh, lead throughout. Uh, there weren't many runs by Toronto to get back into it, and if there were, the Bucs uh, matched it. And I guess the note I wrote down here in this game was depth. Um, yeah. The Bucks had uh, five or six players in double figures, and it just seemed like any time Toronto had a run in the Milwaukee had, it seemed like a different player every time. Uh, sova had a great first half in that game. Uh, Connaughton and Hill were great off the bench. Uh, Hill is great again today, uh, but it just seemed like Milwaukee had too many answers uh, for Toronto uh, in Game Two, uh, so opened up to a two-zero lead. Uh, yeah. Before we get on to Game Three tomorrow, anything else you kind of stuck out to you in those first two games?
0: Um, no, I just figured that at with the with the Bucks up two-zero in that dominating performance in Game Two. My biggest question was how good is Casey feeling right now, and did we feel like the series was over?
1: Um, I don't think I felt it was over. Uh, I felt a lot more comfortable than, than I did going in. That game two performance was so good, uh, and the way in which Milwaukee uh, was able to kind of control the flow of that game. I think Toronto's going to have a hard time winning in Milwaukee. Game one, uh, I guess it's the Brooke Lopez game, and it's, I guess, fortunate for Milwaukee that it's that because otherwise it was the Kyle Lowry game. He was amazing. He was like 7'9 yeah. from 3, uh, and he just kept making them. I kept rolling my eyes and going, Who is this Kyle Lowry? And doesn't he know playoff Kyle Lowry? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> uh, got that one
0: uh, well, game. He got that one game. He had
1: that one game. And when we won that game, I thought, I felt great because I'm like, Kyle Lowry's not going to play like that again, and we still. We still won that game. I guess you could say Brooke Lopez isn't going to play that way again. And then in game two, he had nine, six points, something like that, six or nine points. He had single-digit points. Uh, but the Bucks had other players where I, I don't think Toronto has uh, those other players. Um, Bucks had six players in double figures in game two. Um, yeah, just wanted to, to recount that. So uh, heading into game three, I felt confident, Marla. I felt good. Um... And I thought, you know, you just got to steal one of two in Toronto, and then you're you're in good shape to, on your home court for Game 5 to to win the series in 5, much like um, uh, it didn't happen. We won both in Boston, but we had a chance to win in Game 5 against Boston, uh, and did. Uh, and immediately, this game looked like a stereotypical uh, Game 3 where the home team needs to win. And they came yes. out. They had more energy. They... Uh, they had really, Drake. They had Drake there, and you know he he knew it was raining. He dressed you know with a little uh, windbreaker. Yeah, sure <laughs> purple had, purple, purple windbreaker. windbreaker. Make sure he didn't get wet. A lot of Drake <laughs> on the the broadcast, kind of annoying. Whatever. Um. And so, but coming into this game, and uh, Toronto started started hot. I guess they uh, were up nine at the end of the first half, and I, it felt like the Bucks were lucky to be even that close. And throughout this game, I felt like oh, the Bucs are only down 6, the Bucks are only down 7, the Bucs are only down 4, and throughout this game I was like, okay, there's still time, we're playing like crap and we can come back and, and get uh, get a victory here, uh, and it just, it kind of came because they did tie, it did go to ob- double overtime, um, but they just never got over the help, they never made the run that they wanted to uh, and I, I don't want to say I feel better about it. I don't feel better because the Bucks lost but look if I'm being real about this, and I'm not, and I can maybe switch over to my con- complaining about things that happened because unfortunately I watched this game while I had our uh, you know rundown in front of us, so I was <laughs> gonna, you know kind of write out some of my thoughts. Uh, but looking at this team, uh, Giannis had his worst playoff performance, at least this year, if not uh, in his career. Uh, Middleton was terrible. Bledsoe was terrible. Murtick was terrible. Ilya was terrible, and we went to double overtime. That's five of the nine players that the Bucs play had really bad games, and it took double overtime uh, for uh, the Raptors to win. So I'm kind of trying to – I guess maybe I'm trying to convince myself as I say this to kind of put up like some sort of uh, moral victory out of this. Uh, And I think it would have been a moral victory if the Raptors won in regulation, if um, if the Bucs didn't in the end make that comeback – I think I would have chalked it up to all those you know, all those players playing bad. I mean, I, we can get into it. Giannis at one point had more turnovers than field goals. I think he finished with eight turnovers, and he made five field goals. I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, Mirtich shot one for seven. I don't need to get in the stats. They played bad.
0: <laughs> they played bad, yeah. Played yeah, bad. it wasn't good.
1: And I, I should say, Hill played great. Brogdon played great. So we had two really good performances, but the majority of the team played poorly. And like I said, if... They lost in regulation. I would have chalked up to that, but since they were so close and they took their first lead at 105 to 103 in double overtime, since it was 2-0, which is kind of baffling. Um, kind of, I had that hope. <laughs> so, yeah. so once I had that hope, uh, the fact that they lost, all the frustration came cascading down. Uh, all you know, the one-off calls that went the other way. And I don't want to make it about calls because I think you know you can do that till you're blue in the face, and I, I probably do that more than. Uh, most fans, and probably more than anybody who actually "quote unquote" covers the team on this podcast, uh, should do. Um, but uh, there was there was some tough some tough calls down the stretch. I thought for for Milwaukee the the sixth call on Giannis um, middle. Uh, Middleton not getting a call on the three, which I think I think on his three point attempt where he missed at the end, I think it was the first
0: overtime. Yeah. Or, uh, why is he shooting that? But why is he shooting that?
1: I don't know why he's shooting that. I agree. Yeah. But I think if that's um Harden or Steph Curry, we're talking, oh, that's about, a foul. Yeah. We're talking about landing zone for a week and a half. I mean <laughs> it starts that up all over again, but because it's Chris Middleton and it's Milwaukee, I don't think anybody's gonna pick up on that. Uh but I anyway I anyway. Tangent, yeah, tangent not, tangent, not mad, not mad. I du- clearly double dribbles on his way to a dunk, no call. Uh, Kawhi gets bumped at the three-point line they call a foul. Uh, Giannis gets poked in the face. It's incidental contact. It's just little things like that throughout the game that kind of built up in my mind. And I guess at the end of the day, you know, both teams committed 30 fouls, so it was probably more even than I'm I'm thinking, but I'm just kind of remembering these moments, these instances. And we can look at, you know, Middleton dribbling into double teams and a backcourt violation on a, on a bad pass with two bucks being in the same spot, things like that kind of yeah. sealed the win for, for yeah. Toronto and uh, Kawhi being good. Yeah. Kawhi, Kawhi being good, putting the team on his back.
0: I think it, I mean, as an outsider, I, I would think it'd be very encouraging that, like, it seems that Toronto has to play a, you know, Kawhi has to have a great game every, to be able to win. And, they have to play. I'm not. I wouldn't say a perfect game, but they have to be really good. And yeah. it seems that you know, even like like you've been talking about, the Bucks didn't bring their best game, but they still had a chance to win this one. Um, not, not even playing well. So I think the uh, newsflash. I know it's a big newsflash. The Bucks are a better team, but um, you know the, the Raptors are still being pesky and, and sticking around, and maybe be able to eke another win out. But I, you know, I don't see. I don't see it becoming a series. I don't see it going to seven games. I still think it'll be done in, in five.
1: Yeah. I like I like think that maybe maybe six. Maybe the Raptors get another one. Yeah. Quai's uh, just really good and uh the way he can kind of control the game and let's say get away with push offs on a step back. I mean it's similar to Harden, right? Harden gets away with yeah. his travels. Uh, on his step backs, Quai gets away with his push-ups. Fine, whatever. Um, but I, if I kind of go through the scale, you know, as I did with the Bucks and say who played a bad game, I think you're looking at the Raptors, you'd say the majority of their players, except for Danny Green, had a good game. Had a good game. I'm Fred VanVleet, but Fred VanVleet shouldn't be playing in the playoffs. I mean, he's not up to – he's just not up to it. Um, although Reggie Miller did call his three-pointer, and that was really frustrating. <laughs> And then Reggie Miller wants to fire Giannis for missing an air ball on a free throw, which wasn't an air ball. It hit the bottom of the rim. Granted, you shouldn't be hitting the bottom of the rim on a free throw.
0: No, still. you should not. As an fire. NBA player. No.
1: But <laughs> he wants to well, fire him. You know, so in the in the earlier games, in the last round of the playoffs, or the first two rounds, you know, you had Reggie Miller and Chris Weber. You know, they were each mm-hmm. in a separate separate booth. Not enough words to go around to have Reggie Miller and Chris <laughs> Webber, as well as the play-by-play guy, uh, Kevin Harlan, in the booth. That's too many. Too many words. Too many <laughs> words. <It laughs> drives me nuts. Um, anyway. Another yeah. One, another Reggie I think, I, Re-
0: I think, Reggie just loves – he just loves to throw things out for hot takes. That's his yeah. favorite thing. How many hot takes does he make during a broadcast? Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> which is great. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I – I, I tend to agree with you. I think you know the fact that Milwaukee struggled so much and still, it, it, it was close. And you had a, I mean, maybe you're just going to get this every game out of Kawhi Leonard, uh, that he can he can just do this every game, um, and that might that might might keep it close. But. Uh, I don't know. I, I, again, I don't want to be taking a moral victory because I think this was one the Bucks could have won and more or less sealed the series. Uh, but now, if you go into Game Four and Toronto gets another one, then you're in a three-game series, and who knows what can happen. So I'm still feeling pretty confident, Marlo. Yeah. Overall, I feel pretty confident. I'm frustrated with the game today, um, as I think I, as I think I should be. Uh, but I don't think Giannis is going to play this poorly again, um, and I don't know that. Other bucks will play Co- collectively. You know the thing about the bucks is they have they will struggle. Bledsoe will have bad games. Lopez will have bad games. But it's rare that five of them, six of them happen in the same game. Uh, right. So I'm gonna kind of that's what I'm gonna tell myself as I try yeah. to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Make myself feel better about it.
0: All right. Well, the Raptors stuff, Drake. What is up with uh, is Gucci Mane is a Bucks yeah. fan? Sure. Is that new? I
1: as they, it was the first I've heard of it it's <laughs> oh, the first i've heard of it
0: um, okay so that's good you got that going for you sure. also deer park looks fierce yeah is that something that's been going on and now they're just showing it on tv i don't know i was it's, I was taken aback no, is this going to be the that series it called, it's that makes deer like park i didn't even know. yeah yeah it's lame. deer park it's called deer it's park
1: kinda, it's a little bit lame <laughs> I don't know. Let me think about it. it's not as it cool as jazz park it might be
0: fun well, I keep, like, you know, the the Raptors have been doing this for a few years and no yeah. one really cared because it was the Raptors and they just lose horribly in the first round to LeBron. Um, but now that it's like there's dueling parks going back and forth for home and away games, is this one of those things where it's like now every NBA team's going to have one? All these, like, outdoors things? I mean, I can't see the Warriors doing because people in Silicon Valley like, think they're way too cool for that. Yeah. But it's I would not be surprised, you know, for the final, well, I guess this would be the Warriors, but... I wouldn't be surprised if like next year everyone has a park. Some sort of park where people well, are watching. It's, I mean, it
1: it's a... new for the Bucks this year because they yeah. it's they built it into the new stadium. Yeah. Uh, it's the, is the Raptors called Jurassic Park? Yeah, it's called even, Jurassic yeah, Park. That's even lamer. That's even more <laughs> We talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, with the with the movie crossover thing. Um Yeah, yeah it's it's new, uh new this year because of the new stadium. Uh and I think it's uh, pff, I don't know. It's fine. Uh <laughs> as somebody who doesn't really enjoy being around other people <laughs> when my team is in a stressful game. Uh, I, it just... Uh, I stress out more when I'm around other people who are also stressing out, and I don't get the, the kind of collective joy out of it uh, as much as I, I probably should. Um, it's not for me, uh, but... Yep. It, it's it's I don't like the cutaways to it. Uh, it definitely looked less rainy than <laughs> the <laughs> Jurassic Park yeah, today. Yeah. Uh, but it is. But it is new. And obviously, if the Bucks aren't in the playoffs, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna go to it. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it's a pretty cool setup. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna check it out because of reasons mentioned. But yeah.
0: No. No live on at at Deer Park.
1: At Deer Park. Not uh, <laughs> that. Uh, not maybe not this, maybe for the finals bro. if they make it maybe to the finals, for the finals then we'll consider it then we'll consider it all right um, all right uh, any other Bucks things I don't know I, I I
0: think we covered it
1: I feel like we covered it and I feel like I'm biting my tongue on some other things um, hey man let it rip let it rip I, don't, it rip. Want get, I don't want this... to get into too much trouble I don't know what trouble I'm going to get into it's our podcast but <laughs> 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 but uh, let's let's move on from there I I still like I said I'm it's fru- I'm frustrated uh, I think we let it. Kind of get away uh but i i still think that we have a good shot to win this i think home court's going to be big um and, and that, it might come down to that if it comes down to that i i feel pretty good because obviously we have home court <laughs> so uh <laughs> but i still think we can we can uh nick one here in, in in toronto whether it's this game or game six i think we can get one in toronto all right all right, so that's the Eastern Conference Finals, Western
0: Conference Finals. Yeah. Uh, Warriors, Blazers, and this one's over. Man. This one's over. We but don't need KD. could have been Yeah, it could have been 3-0. It uh, yeah, could have been, could have been anyway, Well, uh, I was totally expecting to walk on the night and it'd be 3-0, 3-0 and, you know, look ahead to to the NBA Finals. But yeah. That didn't so work out. I
1: had to wait till like, June 15th for it to start, probably. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You just had to wait for those if necessary days to pass. Uh right. yeah, so I don't know. Where, where, do we, where do we want to go with this, Milo? Warriors are well, up three. Yeah, Warriors are up
0: three. This it's it's over. Yeah. Um you know, the Blazers had a chance in game two. They yep. yeah, they had a chance in game three. So I, I think the most fru- the most frustrating as if I was for the like ten Blazers fans out there. Um it's like you at least both these games, the last two games at least, they've been they've had like Fifteen point leads that just vanish in like two minutes, and it's just like they're gone. It's the Warriors have always treated like a twenty point lead like it, they've been down by like two We can just erase it, um, erase it no problem. So that's gotta be frustrating. I think these games have been a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, with it looks like Curry being Curry, he's back doing his thing without Kevin Durant out there on the on the court. Uh, you got the dueling curries, which is not really a duel, but, you know, Seth as we predicted. Had, Seth
1: had a good game, too.
0: Yes, he had a good game, too. Uh, as we predicted, their parents are, are swapping jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like at halftime.
1: Well, did you see uh, Dell had uh, the split jersey, but it was front and back? It oh, was, it was a split jersey. Yeah, okay. they showed him after the game. Uh, and the front was, it was game two, I think. The front yeah. was Golden State, and the back was... Uh, uh, I, I, I like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I thought he. Uh, I actually thought he switched jerseys. I saw him from the front, and then like after the game, saw from the back. I was like, oh, he must have switched jerseys before he made it down to the I'm court. Pretty sure, it was split. Okay, I could, I could I'll be take wrong
1: it now that now that you say that. But yeah, I thought that was cool. It's, I I like that a lot better than the the split uh, split front jersey. Know, in in where it's like there's a line down your chest, I don't like. Yeah. This, but the front and back's kind of cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess to talk in series. Uh, Blazers losing game two. That was their game to win, uh, and they just they, they just I guess couldn't do it. Couldn't do it down the stretch uh, there, and I think that's where they lost the series. Because uh, if you're looking at it, two one going into game four at home for the Blazers, um, still a shot. Right, Toronto yep. still is a shot. Blazers would have still had a shot, obviously three zero, no real shot. Game three, they had the lead there, but it just never felt like they. We're really gonna win it. Draymond Green has been great in this entire series, uh, as has has Steph. It's you said it was fun to watch, and I yeah. think that's kind of the crux of uh, this series for me because the Splash Bros are back.
0: Yep, they're back,
1: and it's the 2015 Warriors again. This is the team that uh, changed basketball. That had the original, you know, death lineup or whatever the hell they called it. Now it's called the Hampton Five because Kevin Durant joined. And uh, I guess maybe we'll tie this into the Durant injury, which who knows how serious that is. But goddamn, this Warriors team is fun. And I feel like I... I, This might sound stupid. I don't know. Tell me (laughs) this is stupid, Marlo. I feel robbed that Durant went there. (laughs) As a sports fan, I feel robbed. As a Warriors fan, whatever. You'll take Kevin Durant. You know, Steve (laughs) can sit there and say, I want Kevin Durant all day. And he's obviously one of the two, three best players in the league. Yep. But from a fan standpoint, we've been robbed, Marlo, of one of the most fun teams of all time. Ah, what I... I mean, you, we've we're robbed of a really fun experience of rooting for this Splash Bros team. Right. They're, was, lo-
0: they're, they're lovable without Kevin Durant for some reason.
1: Yeah, it's strange. They're, yeah. they're back to the... Because with Kevin Durant, you're like, he's taller... He's more <laughs> skilled. It just makes sense that he's better. But when you watch Stephen Clay out there running across screens, hitting crazy shots, finishing in the lane when they probably shouldn't. Being yep. on green
0: being a hustle guy.
1: Being a hustle guy, making really weird layups where he just like chucks it two-handed at the backboard <laughs> and it goes in. Yep. Somehow it it somehow makes them Enjoyable to root for. And then you got kind of, we talked about the narrative of Iguodala before. He's fun to yeah. root for just because of his career arc. Sean Livingston's the same way. They're a fun group to root for. But you add Kevin Durant, then it just doesn't seem fair and it's not, You don't. I don't want to root for that. Yeah. But he's gone. He's out. He's he out.
0: Definitely now. Yeah, they don't know when he's going back. Kirk's being real eclectic with how serious it is. Um, but I think, yeah, I think they're gearing up to go to the rest of the playoffs without him yeah it Um, seems
1: that way I I mean I think they are laying the groundwork for that being the case Uh, and obviously they don't need to worry about it up 3-0 in this series we should also mention that Lillard uh, got hurt in game two Uh, I don't know if you remember the play Marlowe. he was about at mid-court he kind of dove for a ball and I I can't remember who fell on top of him Uh, but it was one of the role players for maybe it was Looney I can't remember exactly yeah um for Golden State Kind of jumped on top of them And smooshed him into the ground uh, And apparently separated a rib there Which How does How does a rib separate Marlo? I'm not separate a, a rib it Probably uh, hurts Probably affects your shot Yeah Doesn't
0: sound good I was a few credits shy of my uh, Doctorate degree But
1: Yeah I was pre-med I, for like A little bit
0: <laughs> I was I showed up on campus And I said I, I was pre-med
1: Yeah I told I maybe told Some females that I was pre-med <laughs> Once upon a time not that that helped me at all, but I might have tried. So, anyway, in my attempted pre-med state, didn't learn yeah. what a separated rib yeah. was and how that heals, but it probably affects your shot. So, uh, Lillard playing hurt, uh, but also Warriors are basically like, we'll let anybody but Lillard beat us. Right. This series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Miles I, I Leonard just, having a series. Yeah, he had, he had himself a game, game three, yep. uh, in a losing effort. Um I just got. I I just can't get over that. I I like rooting for this warrior. <laughs> not, I can't get over it. It's it's like a. Flag. It's
0: amazing. I I don't think you're alone. I don't think you're alone in thinking that. I don't think you're alone in. I it, even like Kevin Durant's not a villain by any stretch of the imagination. Right. But you're. It's just this this feeling of well they're already good. So why they need why do they need one of the best players in the NBA? And like right. you have that that nasty feeling of, of being able to root for that. Um, so I don't I don't think you're alone in that over overarching <laughs> overarching feeling, but I just like I just like the brand of basketball I I like the brand of basketball with, with Kevin there because I like I mean like I said I've always like Kevin he can score whatever he wants yeah. sometimes he forgets it but without him on the court how much like more wide open they are Curry running around things are you know moving a little bit faster it's just really fun it's really fun to watch
1: right. yeah yeah I so. agree. totally totally agree so they uh, close them
0: out uh, in game four. All right. <sighs>
1: I think it's over. I think like mentally, it's I, I don't see how the well, it's home for the Blazers. Maybe they get one. Maybe, it's not yeah. going past. It's not going past five. Yeah, it's not going past five. Um, and hopefully, hopefully both of them go five, right? <laughs> 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 and then we can move on. We can move on to the finals. Yeah. Um on, on July fourth. I just want I I'm rooting now for Durant to go somewhere else. Oh, because really? If it's the Knicks, wherever, like it it opens it up the splash bros can be the splash bros because then i think you can fit everybody else in the cap i don't i'd have to look into it a little bit more but i think the worries if kevin durant leaves they can re-sign clay they can re-sign draymond and kind of fill out their um role players in a reasonable manner yeah um not so top heavy as they have now uh even um and then that's another team because Kevin Durant's going to on a team. They're going to be a contender. I mean, unfortunately, I think it would means he's going to the East, right? Yeah, He's going to the one New- the New York teams then, or whatever Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, it appears that yeah, Brooklyn or New York. That's what they're saying with Kyrie. So kinda,
1: as a Bucks fan, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> right, but it kind of spreads out the town a little bit more, allows us to cheer. You know, we just talked probably ad nauseum as. Probably most of our listeners are rolling their eyes. at Maybe they feel the same <laughs> way as us, I guess. Or they're just rolling their eyes at us, uh, talking about how fun the Warriors are. Uh, but I think it just opens up a little bit more, and it makes it more fun. Uh, at least, anyway. Yeah. I, I, all I'm right. Pretty, pretty weak last thought on that. But speaking of more fun, Marlo, the lottery. Oh,
0: the lottery. <laughs> oh, it was early last week. Early this past week. It was Tuesday night, I believe. Sounds right. Um, lot, you know, it was known, will forever be known as the Zion lottery. Um, whoever's, whoever's get the number one pick is getting Zion. That's already been, that's already been happened. But let me start with the production. Cause I thought the production was, it was, I think last year I complained it was too long. Yeah. This year it was really short and concise, so I'm not going to complain about it, mm. but, um, it was different. It was, it was boom, boom, boom. And as we'll probably talk about, there was chaos. And it just yep. seemed to move really fast when there was, like, all these teams moving in and out, um, dropping up yep. and down. And I needed someone to explain it to me in the moment, and they did it. Yep. yep. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I They, I think they do this because of the concerns of uh, fixing and stuff, that they put these, like, literal cards out that yeah. turn up and it says who it is. Which... I guess I get because there's been a lot of concern about it in the past, but like it needs, I don't know. And maybe it was just the chaos of this year. Cause I agree with you. It was like all of a sudden like Washington's picking ninth and the bulls are seventh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And it's yeah. like, wait, this means somebody jumped up, who jumped up, the Lakers jumped up and all of a sudden they're in the top four. And it's like, well, slow down. Let me, let me understand what's happening. And, you know, even like I was, uh, I watched later. Uh, Bill Simmons did like a live stream of it, mm-hmm. and like he, who knows a lot more about basketball than either of us, he he's watching it, being like, "Hold on, my mind is like, I don't understand, I can't head what's happening." <laughs> uh, and like, it, I agree that because of the chaos, it needed to be slowed down a little bit. And I don't know why they do it in that like immediate like, "I'm going to hold up a, th- hold up a, a placard," uh, thing. It seems like it could be done better, but I think then you would invite kind of people, the conspiracy theorists out there, yeah. saying it was fixed. If you just displayed it like and spread it out over a little bit of
0: time. Well, I mean, even in even in real time, this even though that was chaos going on um, <laughs> when I guess it was right after when they went to the break. It was probably when people had time to breathe, and it was like yeah. New York and L.A. were in the top four, and I don't yeah. know how many texts and tweets I saw. I was like, "NBA's fixed. It's yeah. all fixed." This is this is all happening because I think we all thought that either L.A. or the Knicks would get number one um, overall, but that was not the case.
1: Yeah, well, mercifully, because <laughs> mercifully, my God, I think L.A. had like a two percent chance of being number one. Yeah, uh, something crazy. If they, they would have been number one, I would have, I, I would have broke something, or uh, that would have been ridiculous. Um, and neither of them ended up being so. It was kind of like a, it's fixed. You got them in the top four, but yep. New Orleans and Memphis probably. The two smallest markets, two of the five smallest markets, ended, <laughs> ended up with the one or two. I, I presume Milwaukee's probably in the smallest market, so I can't like hate on small markets, right? Right. Uh, but New Orleans won again. Yeah, but Memphis,
0: I was like, Memphis yeah. is like, oh, they still have a team? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're still there? Yeah.
1: Um, Memphis is fine. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is, is Chris Conley still playing? Still Chris, yeah, Chris Conley's, Conley's Mike, still playing there. No, Mike Conley. Or Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's still Conley. there. He's Michael. I, Michael, think Michael he might, I think he might get traded this year, I have a feeling. Although he makes like thirty something million dollars a year, so he's gonna be hard to trade for, but yeah. Um anyway, yeah, maybe still has a the team. They've Jared Jackson. Uh Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson. Uh State guy, he's good. Sure. Uh so maybe good young core there, Marlo. Uh so New Orleans won. And let's go. I guess let's talk the reaction. It seemed like there was a immediate reaction of well, New Orleans already screwed up their number one overall pick when they drafted Anthony Davis, and look how that turned out. You know, yeah. That was like seven years ago or something. <laughs> which seemed like a weird narrative uh, to go with. Uh, I think they had a 6 or 8% chance to win the number one overall pick New Orleans did. Um, and they won want, they want it. They presumably will take Zion.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I guess when my first I was like, well, is Anthony Davis happy? Yeah. Um, And it appears not. He still wants to be traded.
1: Which is weird. Um, I don't know where he's going now. I I don't. New Orleans ownership is basically like we're not trading you to Los Angeles. We're not (laughs) not doing it. Um, So the other suitors out there are, you know, that have been rumored. I guess are Boston and New York. Uh, New York has the third pick. That's not super exciting. And if you're Anthony Davis, I mean, to play with Zion and whatever that team would be, I I think it could be. A really good team. Yeah. Uh, and if he just really wants out of there, I guess I understand that. But a part of me is like, just play it out and see what happens. In New Orleans, I think this ownership seems very stubborn. And I mm. a little bit of me appreciates that. A little bit of me appreciates like, look, we he signed this contract. This is our team. We want to run it out and, and figure it out. And uh, so I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be like super pro ownership, which I guess I'm being – uh, but I want him to want to play there. I don't know. Ooh. It's it's strange. And it's, I feel like he's kind of been... He's put the Pelicans in a situation. This might not be fair to say. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans have tried to surround him with winners in the same way that Cleveland did with LeBron the first time around. They just tried to sign more veteran players. They tried to get, you know pieces to fit Anthony Davis and all of them kind of if we remember LeBron the first time in Cleveland it didn't work out well and the yeah. same thing happened with Anthony Davis they and they didn't try to build it like um you would build like maybe the Bucks have around Giannis where you just naturally you sign these kind of fringe players and you build you know through the draft and you you have the right fits it was like more like let's get veteran players who know how to win now because we need to prove to this guy that we can win. And maybe it's that the Bucks have worked out, whereas Cleveland New Orleans didn't. But it, it just seems like the we-need-to-win-now aspect has been there for the Pelicans throughout. And they just haven't done it right, or they haven't um, – or the pressure caused – I don't know. Trying to say that I think that the that situation caused Pelicans to make moves they otherwise wouldn't have made if they just had kind of a indefinite Anthony Davis time.
0: Right? They're not. They don't have the kind of the forward thinking. It's win now. I, trust me, I've been there. We've <laughs> Been there. Try to yeah. try to win yeah. now, where it doesn't work, and then you're stuck in what they call basketball hell, and just in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, not a good place but, to be.
1: <laughs> but now with the draft, what used to be basketball hell for New Orleans and the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, where you're finishing in that you know, 9, 10, 11 range, you have a chance to move up. Yeah. So we went in draft night. Uh, there was chaos in the draft night. We talked about a little bit ago how we didn't really know what was going on, but um, lots of teams jumped up uh, and, I guess, fell back. Uh, New Orleans obviously jumped up number one. Memphis moving to number two. Uh, L.A. jumped uh, into the top four. Uh, the Knicks falling to to third. Um, and I think the question is, and the media kind of right away was like, look how crazy this is. This is great. We've solved tanking. People yeah. Tank.
0: Tanking's no more.
1: And uh, I think, I guess my hot take, Marlo, uh-huh. everybody's zigging that way. They're saying, look, you can't tank to win draft picks. I'm zagging. This makes it worse. This is going to make where the fact that New Orleans jumped, the fact that LA jumped to the top four. Means more teams are going to sit here and consider, hmm, we can make that seven or eight seed, or we can drop and improve our chances to move up into the top four. And I Mm -hmm. think more teams are going to look at that and go, hey, instead of finishing seventh or eighth, we'll finish tenth or eleventh. I got. Or if you're finishing tenth or eleventh, I'm going to go twelve, thirteen. Like just. The fact that you can prove your odds by playing lower, sure, there's not that incentive for the really crappy teams to be really crappy. Hint, they're already crappy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Cleveland needed to try to lose. Not yeah. like the Bulls needed to try to lose. They're going to lose. But now you extend that. Like New Orleans had the whole Anthony Davis thing. They got yeah. rewarded for that. Yeah. They LA, were making a playoff
0: push late in the season.
1: Yeah, but then Anthony Davis was like, oh, I'm not going to play. I'm going to only gonna play so many minutes, blah blah blah." Yep. Rewarded. LA sits LeBron. I know there are some other injury things. Rewarded. LA has a higher draft pick than the freaking Cleveland Cavaliers, the team he left. That's ridiculous. If if you're a league that is trying to disperse talent into the draft through by rewarding bad teams like the NFL does. Like this is kind of like uh a centerpiece to American sports, right? Yep. The way that we do this is if you lose, if you have a bad record, we're going to help you try to improve your talent through the draft. And the NBA is like, no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> if you're average, maybe this is, and maybe in the long run it'll be good, but I think in the short term you're going to see more teams try to do badly instead of it just being the bottom six teams of the league. I think you're going to see half the league be like, we don't care to win the second half of the season. Yeah, and I think it's eventually going to be bad for the NBA. Yeah, I could
0: come, ar- I could come around on that. I, <laughs> it, I think, yeah, I think going into, I mean, I was you know blinded by the the whole Bulls dropping to seven thing. Yeah, uh, so I was infuriated with that. But I could come around on this this idea of like, oh, now let's just we can just lose. We don't have to be we don't have to be the worst, but we don't yeah. we don't have to make a playoff. Uh, and we can still get good players. So I can ride, I can ride with that. I think the the media coverage of everyone's fixed tanking it went so deep. Now it's like people are like, "Oh, the NFL should do this too." <laughs> Cuz yeah. this is awesome. And it's like it's not awesome. Yeah. It's not awesome. Especially from a point perspective where I come from it's like I watch my team try to suck on purpose for the notion of getting these top picks and I said it I don't know, I'm retazing before that somehow some way I thought we were gonna get to fifth. We dropped all the way to seventh. Yeah. And that is just it's so frustrating and so heartbreaking to like have a just a just a crap team, but we do it because we have this vision of, yes, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get a top pick. Now we're in a draft that's only like three people deep and it's numbers, and we get number seventh. And that I just it's a hard pill to swallow.
1: But I don't even think so, yes, I, the Bulls aren't good. I'm not gonna argue that they are. Yeah. But like so the two Teams that seem to be hurt the most. The Bulls dropped from you were projected to be fourth, fourth. right? Yeah. you went yep. to seventh. Yep. Wizards went from sixth to ninth. Um were the two teams. Those teams like legitimately are bad teams, and yep. they didn't do anything. I don't think like throughout the year did anything to specifically say we're not trying to win basketball games. Uh aside from having bad teams. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Aside from not getting
0: any players. Yeah. Besides from that. Yeah. That's any of but,
1: that. But then New Orleans has minutes restrictions on uh, 80 and LA does what they do, and they get rewarded. That's not good. The bad teams got punished. Who are legitimately <laughs> bad? they yes, the Bulls tanked because they had a bad team, but that's because they had a bad team. It wasn't because they're like, oh shit, we're gonna sit Zach Levine t- for you know, put him on minute restrictions or something. They're just yeah. bad. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm probably because they're. I think that I I just don't think it's punishing the right teams in this, and I think it's going to lead to more mediocre teams uh, getting rewarded with and bad teams um, who are just legitimately not good teams. They don't have the talent. The Bulls just don't have the talent right now. Um, They I don't think there was a move the Bulls could have made to improve their chances. Um, I don't know. That's just frustrating. As a neutral fan of the kind of. For once, my team is not in you know a situation where I'm worried about that kind of thing. Um, but uh, so objectively, I, I I found it very frustrating. If I was a Bulls fan or a Wizards fan, and I'm just harking on those two because I know they drop the most. It'd be very frustrating that my team is just not good and these other teams jumped ahead of us. I don't know. That doesn't feel like a good situation for the league to be in. Oh. Uh, downer. All right, down? let's uh, switch it up a little bit, Marlo. Okay, let's With bring up the moon. Things from the internet. All right, I don't, I don't here know.
0: we go. Here we go. Like, things things on the well, internet.
1: It's it's more enjoying other people being upset. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, they're being down. So uh, Fat Joe still Ron Marlo. Don't know if you knew this. I, I, lean back, might, lean back. I saw a, uh, a a video of his reaction. Apparently, he's a big Knicks fan. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um he had a showtime logo. So maybe he has a show on Showtime. I'm not entirely sure uh what it was. Was Look it at the barbershop?
0: Was it at the was it at LeBron's barbershop?
1: It was not at the barbershop. It okay. was in a bar. Oh, okay. So it was a bunch of Knicks fans watching the lot the, the draft lottery live. Uh and as you can imagine, they went through the top up to the top four and they are ecstatic there on the top four. And then there was a great well, it actually it was just a Great reaction because the Lakers went fourth, so everyone was like, hell yeah, F the Lakers because they're, you know, obviously rooting against the Lakers, and then Knicks went third, and it, like, was silent. It was so good. (laughs) And then one of the other guys, he's probably famous. I don't know who he is. He's probably famous. Of course. What's a pelican? <laughs> Great. Look it up. Fat Joe reacting. It's like a, uh, a minute video. It's fantastic. And I guess a uh, Hall of Famer on things that happen on the internet, Marlo. It was the 14 year anniversary of the Leroy Jenkins World of Warcraft video being uploaded to the internet. Whoa. God, I feel old. Uh,. It's uh it's gotta be if there's a hall of fame of YouTube videos, that's got that's gotta be in it. So fourteen years, congratulations Leroy and all the memes that you've spawned. Uh, so mm. those are two things that happened on the internet this week. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks was the other guy, G
0: Unit. That's uh That was uh, Lloyd Banks. That was God Lloyd Banks What's the what's
1: the that's fantastic, Lloyd Banks. Think of the yeah. things that happened fourteen years ago. Fat Joe and Lloyd Banks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's just all of a sudden popping. And like. Leroy Jenkins hanging out at a bar. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Things Other things, internet. Marlo. Golf happened.
0: Golf happened. PGA Championship. Yeah. Tiger not back. Not back. After his win at the Masters, doesn't make the cut for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, which is fantastic because he was in the he was in the group with Kepka at least the, yeah. to kick off Thursday. Um,
1: yeah. Set a course record. Kep, we did. Yeah, Kepka
0: on Thursday. And you know, obviously, all the media coverage was Tiger coming back looking for his next major after winning the Masters, and then it's like he doesn't even make it to the weekend. So now, what do we do? Luckily, Kepco was just crushing course until today, where he let the lead up. Well, he got within a stroke of the lead, but still was able to come back and, and held on to win to win the uh, the Players Championship.
1: But um, yeah, and that's that was my talking golf. Yeah, talking golf. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're right. It was funny. Uh Kepka's having a um, you know historic round uh course course record and the ESPN feed is how Tiger's struggling and might miss the cup. It's just classic golf coverage. Yeah. Um it's Tiger and and no one else. Um you're right, Kepka had a huge lead, uh let it up a little bit, shot a seventy four today. Uh, Dustin Johnson almost made it interesting enough. Uh, got within a stroke, was it? Or two? Yeah, within two. a stroke, yeah. Um but wasn't able to hold on, so um, I don't know. I uh, I followed it, but wasn't really really tuned in. Um, just it seemed like Kepka had it in the bag, and I'm a I'm a Sunday Sunday golf watcher. So, um, right once once Tiger comes, doesn't
0: make the cut, it's like I'm out. Well <laughs> done.
1: I wouldn't even say that, but uh, I know that's where you are, Marlo. But, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> uh, but it didn't seem like it, there would be any drama to it, so I didn't even I didn't even tune in. And I, it got a little closer, um, but I was distracted with basketball uh all right other sports we kind of tangentially care about marlo yes hockey hockey jinx the hurricanes we destroyed their season
0: we did we derailed that fast <laughs> as soon as we as soon as we pick up they were having a dream dream playoffs and uh yeah they came across the 132 breeze jinx so yep. no bruins sweep sleep the hurricanes um Boston really needed this. They really needed another team in a championship. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, so good for them. Good Boston. Boston's on to the Stanley Cup finals.
1: And then we we voiced our support for the Sharks and they're down 3-2 now too. So <laughs> <laughs> great. Great. Uh hockey's fun. It's happening. Uh, we are jinxing teams. We're ruining team seasons. So we apologize ahead Sharks fans. Uh should we do we reverse jinx Boston Marlowe? Reverse. In, yeah. Let's pick do we Boston. We say we're going to root for them so that they lose. Test I officially
0: officially pick Boston to win the Stanley Cup.
1: Over, <laughs> Did that hurt I mean, too much? St. Louis, am I going to like really cheer for the St. Louis Blues? Oh my God, I don't want to think about it. Hopefully, <laughs> the Sharks come back, and I can have a team actually root for. All right, <laughs> on campus things, Marlo. There was uh, on campus sports. Yeah,
0: we got softball. Yeah, uh, winning first round against Notre Dame. Yep. Um, and then today. Historic win today. Historic win. And then a loss. But, yeah. But a historic win.
1: It was very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it was very confusing because I followed along. Yeah. So the historic win. Wisconsin uh, women's softball wins uh, 2 to 1 over Notre Dame on, was it back to back squeeze plays? I mean, it was something crazy. Edding um, a 41 game win streak by the Oklahoma Sooners softball team. Um, To force a playing game? I'm still unclear. I did not realize there was going to be another game today. <laughs> then, I, I was like, sorry. I, I wrote up on our, our sheet and I was like, all right, we're going to talk softball, Wisconsin winning. And then I went to the bracket and it was like, the sooner's advance. And I was like, yeah. what? And I had to go, I couldn't figure it out. And, you know, NCAA websites being what they are, it took me too long to figure out. And uh, I guess. Uh, it was more or less a doubleheader, and uh, Oklahoma won 4-0 to zero was the second game. 2-0 was the second game. Yeah, 2-0. So.
0: so the so dream even, is over.
1: So let's not focus on the fact that Oklahoma is still advancing. Wisconsin ending in a historic streak by Oklahoma. So what a win uh, by the Badger softball team.
0: That's right. Great season.
1: It was. I, I, I would say it was the most I've watched and followed softball. Um, with a a successful Big Ten regular season and a couple wins in the tournament, and then obviously with the the big win over Oklahoma today, um, it at least captivated my interest more than than years in the past. So definitely something to uh, look forward to in the future. All right.
0: 2020. 2020, 2020, our year. Softball. Badgers.
1: Probably. Maybe.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Moving on to another campus. Yeah. Uh, up the road in good old Ann Arbor, so it's, it's always it always sucks when news drops like Monday morning, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I sort of the news probably dropped as people were listening to our podcast. I know you guys always listen first thing in the morning on Monday yeah. on your commute to work. Thank yeah. you very much.
1: Hopefully you At least download it because you're subscribed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but Beeline head coach from Michigan Accepted the job to coach the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, um, seems strange. At first glance, um, yeah, it just seemed like, it's, it's like, it seemed like it was out of nowhere. And then on top of it, it happened, and I thought it was such a big deal, and then it just seemed like it wasn't. And it was just kind of like swept under the rug, like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the coach at Cleveland. Whereas I think, I don't know, was it, I don't know, it was a while ago now, but when Tom Izzo, like, flirted with the idea of going to Cleveland, yeah. and it was a big deal, and he had to think about it, and they had a news conference to tell him that he's staying at Michigan State, and everyone's crying, um and this one's like oh yeah B-Line's going so who's Michigan is it anyways?
1: Yeah, it's very time is out to cry. Yeah, very nice. um, especially very on when brand. Chooses to get a raise in his his current current school. Uh, yeah, I guess I I was surprised it was out of nowhere. I line just seemed like kind of the Roy Williams caliber, like he's just a great college coach. Yep. Like this is. Uh, who he is um we'll talk maybe we'll talk a little bit about how we think he's gonna be but it, it I was just frankly surprised um that he would move on from from Michigan I think Michigan is a really good basketball program I think he's made it a really good basketball program um I heard some people talking about how it's really nice to be a basketball coach in a football school
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, and uh you might question how successful which of the two programs have been more successful but in the end Michigan's a uh, football school and the pressure is more on the football coach than it is on the basketball coach and he seemed like he was able to run a what seemed like a clean program
0: right uh, that we know right now yeah, yeah. he got
1: <laughs> he got kind of the four star guys that aren't going to the Duke's, Kentucky's, North Carolina's those guys he got the Next tier of player, right? Yep. Um, And coached him up and, what, got a couple Final Fours, two NCAA runners-up. One of them is vacated, I guess, now because he lost though Uh Does that game still count? I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, so they're champions. Yeah, is that how it works? I'm not sure. I don't know. It's unclear. <laughs> um, but he just seemed like, a, I guess, a college coach. In my mind, is yes. just going to be there until he retired and now he's going to the NBA and maybe he just thought this is my, you know, I've done what I can here in uh, college and let's see what I can do at the next level. Uh, Maybe he sees Cleveland as an opportunity to coach a young team and, and improve them. Uh, I guess I don't even know who they have. They have Colin Sexton and (laughs) Kevin Love. I don't even know who else is on that team.
0: Sure. And a number five pick.
1: The number five pick i don't know
0: uh yeah no i i mean he's i still th- he- i see him, he's a college coach i don't see him as a pros guy right because he's yeah. he's just very old he's that old school basketball coach which i think works well at uh it works well on the college level and doesn't seem to translate when you know all these guys are making a lot more money than you are right and don't really want to you know don't want to hear that 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 side of it so I th- uh, that's why yeah exactly that's why it was weird for me and he obviously had a good thing running here at, at Michigan uh, they were always in the top of the Big Ten standings uh, like you said getting those recruits getting Final Fours um, so yeah that was just strange I just I guess the my mind just immediately shifted from that it's like well I think this is good for Wisconsin
1: yeah yeah I think that said uh, I kind of talked about how I think I think Michigan's a good job like i think people want to go coach college basketball michigan so maybe because my first thought was like oh good beelines out of the big 10 like yeah that's a good thing for wisconsin Uh, but i don't i think they can get a legit a legit coach Uh, i think that this is um a job that i don't it's a little late in the kind of the coaching carousel um yeah but i could see like I could see Donovan coming back uh, from uh, former Florida coach and Oklahoma City coach um, coming back and taking this job because I don't would think suck. he's long. I don't think he's long for the NBA. Uh, right? Or maybe he just rides it out. But like, I think he's going to come back to college, and I think it would be for a job like this. Um, they have the money to spend. Um, it's a pretty, a pretty good, a pretty good gig. Michigan can. Uh, obviously, it's proven that it's a place that they can recruit. Uh, I don't think you have the pressure, as I mentioned, with the, being a football school. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they got a big name or a really good coach. Um, maybe I'm giving Michigan basketball too much credit uh, and Beeline too little credit Yeah. Uh, in this. But I don't know. we got to see where it goes. But True. I, 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 my reaction was as good for Wisconsin and I started thinking about it and going well maybe it's it's not it's definitely not a bad thing right it's not a bad thing to have him be gone but, yeah uh maybe it's not as good as I as I thought
0: right so, yeah I, I, I guess I could say stop. that I I can always count on you for thinking worst case scenario uh <laughs> it's like they just get just get some Hall of Famer in here and then they just Michigan's stays on top of the big ten for the next 10 years uh maybe, but yeah
1: I don't know I, I don't but it's a it's a tough time. I don't know if there's any like hot, you know, um, mid major coach out there or anything.
0: I don't know where Michigan's at. I haven't read anything where they're coming, where they're looking uh, yeah. or direction they're searching in. So it'll be interesting to, to hear where that's going to come in down the yeah. pipe.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think like three years ago, like this is like Greg Marshall, from <clears throat> Wichita State is like all over this, but now they've kind of faded and his stars kind of. Um, waned a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't think of outside of like a, a big name splash like that. You know, there's some other. I even heard uh, Chris Beard from Texas Tech being rumored going there. That would suck. That would suck. If Chris Beard went there, that would suck. So, I mean, that's the type of coach that, yeah, rumored to go Michigan. So it's probably good, but also maybe it's not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Oh, die with that. right. Okay,
1: that's it for on campus.
0: That's that's all I got. That's all we got for on campus.
1: All right, on the racetrack, tomorrow Yes, the Preakness happened.
0: Back to the racetrack.
1: I uh, totally missed it. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. With all the kerfuffle that went on with the Kentucky Derby, I I forgot how close the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness were. Um, War of Will won. Uh, he was the horse that got interfered with apparently um in the in the Kentucky Derby that caused um maximum Security to be disqualified. So I guess that's kind of a good narrative, right? He maybe would have won the Kentucky Derby if he didn't get interfered with. Maybe. If you believe he got interfered with.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I missed it too. Uh <laughs> I actually did it no game it's, on until so you yeah. mentioned it in our rundown. Um but it was a wild race. There was a jockey that got thrown off at the gate, and the yep. horse completed the race without the jockey. That's nice. fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then that was, yeah. Our that's jockey's,
1: are jockeys necessary?
0: Marlo. I, yeah, that's, yeah, hot debate. <laughs> Our, do, does the horse need a jockey?
1: <laughs> probably.
0: probably. <laughs> but, but it was wild. That was a wild scene. Yeah. That was a wild scene. Uh, but yeah, that just to show you. Like I had no idea it was going on because two horses that I guess I guess, yeah, so we talked about last time we wanted to see if um uh what was the horse name? Maximum security. Maximum security would win, but he didn't even, yeah. He didn't even participate. Yeah, so. I I
1: think that was the thing. Like so no we talked about our level of horse raciness. It was yeah. we watched the Kentucky Derby because it's the Kentucky Derby. And then we watched the Preakness to see if who won the Kentucky Derby wins the Kentucky er, wins the Preakness. Yep. So it's usually Kind of the, our, our horse racing season, and the horse who won and then got disqualified wasn't running in it because they want to complain and say uh, they should have won and don't want to risk anything with their horse running in the preakness. Yep. Uh, and the horse that actually won, but didn't really win, and probably shouldn't have won, <laughs> doesn't want to run because they're sure as hell not going to win this <laughs> country house. Yep. Uh, didn't run. so the one who actually won and technically won... Uh, didn't run in this so it just I almost felt like it was pointless. So
0: Yeah. Poor Belmont Stakes. Is, yeah. <laughs> well we are tuned in for that one.
1: But I guess now you at least have like you can watch if War of Wills or whatever, War of Will uh wins. That's something. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Two is three. Yeah, maybe.
1: It's maybe something. It's yeah. definitely
0: a big maybe.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll probably we'll probably see that it happened. Right. <laughs>
0: we'll report on it like three weeks late. <laughs>
1: we'll
0: it, yeah. It, all right. That was right. talking Porsche horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've made it to that that time. Uh, we're gonna get into America's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick.
1: Yeah. Well, it's gonna be a light one uh, this week, Marlo. Uh, all of the, well, I should say all the domestic leagues. The domestic league that I follow is over. <laughs> <when> we <laughs> talked about it last week. English Premier League still over. Uh, I think there's still a couple more leagues. I saw there was some Italian league today, um, although Juventus has won that weeks, if not months ago. Uh, so some games are still happening. Uh, the In English soccer, the FA Cup occurred this weekend. Um, and that's a competition, Marlo. As I know, you're well aware of uh, all the uh, English um, league teams, so all the leagues of England, they all compete in this. Uh, and Man City won 6-0. to zero. It f- could have been more. Um, so by congratulations. Congratulations to them. Um, I'm just kind of tired of Man City winning at this point. <laughs> it's it's – I don't want to say boring because that's not fair, but it, it's boring. Yeah. They're just supposed to win, and they win, and it's not really inspired. It feels uninspired to me. Uh, because they're just so technically better than everybody that they play, um, it's kind of the expectation that they win, and then they win, and you're like, okay, well, that was fun to watch uh, because what I thought was going to happen happened. They're the
0: Warriors. The Kevin Durant Warriors.
1: They're less fo- – yeah, yeah, more or less. More or less. Yeah. Just – so that happened. Um, in local news, Management FC had – uh, two games this week, and they have some amazing goals. Uh, some some highlights. Go on the internet, follow them on the Twitter. They have uh, some posts from their games. Actually, they have a great. Uh, what do you call it? The Twitter Twitter people, Marlo. There's like a business term for them. The social media uh, person?
0: Oh yeah, sure. The people director who the Twitter, of social
1: media. Director of social media. There we go. Whoever that is at uh, that uh, at Madison. Uh, Ford fc is fantastic um so it's a fun follow uh there they had some really cool really cool highlights there uh old man league Marlowe, the other team did not show up they were too scared oh whoa! scared them too, off too scared actually it was funny the last time we played this team there was a confrontation i think we talked about this yeah. <laughs> and i this talked team. about how i intervened after the fact <laughs> uh, like a boss uh, so it was that team that we were going to play again, and they didn't show up. So they're scared, right? Yeah, they're scared. They
0: have don't to. want to deal with you.
1: Have to be. Um, I'm a bit relieved, to be honest. <laughs> I think uh, there would have been more soccer fights with shoving and, you know, kicking of shin guards and that sort of, you know, real macho stuff that we do. Um but Marle, I did get a play this weekend uh, it, at uh, MSOE's field, Milwaukee School of Engineering field in downtown Milwaukee. So that was really cool. Nice. Uh, they have an artificial turf there, and you play played uh, more or less in downtown Milwaukee, pretty close, if not, you know. So it's a really it was a really cool setting to be able to play. Um, I don't know. You're you're just playing and all of a sudden, you know. Normally I'm just in some field where there's like thirty other thirty other fields around me, Uh, uh, but here you look up and it's like oh there's um, you know actual buildings (laughs) towering over me uh, and some scenery. The Pfizer Forum on the way in it was it it was pretty cool so that was neat a neat experience Um, I was able to do so that's cool.
0: Excellent corner kick. Excellent. We did it. All right, we're here Um, and that's gonna be it. That's gonna be it for me anyways. Um, I think so. As always. What's that?
1: I think so. I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> so so tired. That double was, overtime. Double
0: overtime. Yeah. southern night. Uh, so yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, just be sure to share with your friends. Like. Leave a comment. Five stars. That'd be great. You can follow us at One Thirty Two Breeze on Twitter. Um, on the, and on the Facebook. Myself at MarloJR On Twitter. Casey at Prof Fan on Twitter. All right, that is it for me. Casey, do you have any last words?
1: As always, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win.